And we're back on Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Uh, From education to the workplace and politics, the use of AI is increasing. And Elisa Nelson talked to Melissa Randall, executive director of the Missouri School Boards Association, about the potential misuse of artificial intelligence in our elections this year. Well, AI or artificial intelligence has been around for decades, and uh, we've been using it for some time. If you have a smartphone, it's it has a form of AI in it, Siri, or your Google Home that you may have at home, or your uh, Amazon devices, so forth, all have a form of artificial intelligence that's used um, your GPS system in your car. Uh, that's another form of, of uh, AI. What has really changed in the last uh, 14, 15 months is in November of 22, a little over a year ago, generative AI, another form of a more advanced form of AI was introduced at large uh, to the world. And uh, um, so different uh, generative AI apps like ChatGPT, uh, which is the most common app uh, that uses generative AI, was introduced. And I believe that it is the most downloaded app. Now it's set records for being the most downloaded app um, in existence. And generative AI is um, the type of AI that, that will allow a computer to do things um, that typically require human intelligence. I don't want to make it sound like it's a human. I don't think that's the case at all. Um, but it can do, it can learn. Um, it can learn from data, recognize patterns, and um, even understand different human um, language and so forth to adjust to uh, tasks that you ask it to do. So it's a more sophisticated form of AI, not human or not, uh, not replacing, you know, human thought, but it's a more sophisticated way of analyzing data that allows it to, um, to more rapidly adjust to the environment. With our elections coming up here, um, what is the Missouri School Boards Association's concerns on how AI could affect our elections? Well, that's a great question because with, like I mentioned, this generative AI, one of the things that it can do very uh, rapidly and in a much more sophisticated way than we've seen prior to this, uh, it can um, mimic or replicate voices. It can create images um, that are very realistic looking, including videos that are very realistic of uh, individuals. It, it can either fabricate an individual, you know, uh, create a human uh, uh, looking video or picture or voice, or it can take a picture that is out on um, the internet and um, either create a video using that particular person's image and make it look like they are um, doing or saying something that they did not actually do or say. And um, that doesn't always mean that that's occurring for bad purposes, but we've seen some already that uh, have been used for uh, very atrocious uh, purposes. And um, we're seeing it start to enter the political spectrum. Um, There's always been, obviously, disinformation, even before the Internet, you know, misinformation and disinformation. 
unfortunately, have been something we've we've dealt with forever, for years. Um, but what's particularly concerning about the um, a the generative AI, and specifically for deep fakes, is it's much more believable, much more sophisticated, and much more difficult to discern the difference between what is fake and what is real. And we, it's also a lot less expensive uh, than it used to be when you were trying to create something that was disinformation. The bad actors out there, they had to spend a little bit more time, energy, and money doing that. With generative AI, it's a lot less expensive and a lot more sophisticated. So more folks have access to this if they want to use it for bad purposes, it's more accessible. So we're very worried about uh, how this can be used, whether it's generating a, um, you know, a false video about a candidate or a false picture or, um, you know, any of those kinds of things that could negatively impact um, uh, a, a particular campaign about a candidate or an issue. So what kind of suggestions are you letting your candidates that are running for school board or the candidates running for school board this year, what are you um, making sure that they do for this election to make sure when it, especially and specifically when it comes to the potential misuse of AI? Well, we're encouraging our all of our candidates, as well as all of our citizens, to understand that deep fakes do exist. And so when you are uh, consuming information about candidates and about election issues, um, to make sure that it's coming from a valid source. And if something doesn't look or seem right, contact the candidate or contact the entity running the issue campaign. Verify your information. Make sure that it's fact and not fiction. Um, you know, want to make sure that you're making your decisions based on correct information, uh, not something that's been fabricated to distort the truth. So it is. We're we're encouraging folks to spend more time in um, getting to know the candidates. Uh, and if you again, if you see information, especially on social media sites that um, seem like they're pretty extreme, um, please contact the uh, candidate, the candidate's campaign office if they have one. On local elections, it's very rare to have, you know, a full campaign um, office. So contact the candidate or someone who knows that candidate uh, to make sure that this information that you read or heard or saw is, is accurate before you make your decision. And we partnered with the Missouri Association of Counties and the Missouri Municipal League to hold a webinar for all of our um, individuals running uh, for local can for local positions at the county level, at the city level, and of course the school board in April. Um, so we we feel like this is an issue that will affect not just school boards, but potentially affect counties and candidates running at that level, and as well as city um, candidates running at that level. So we are part of the three organizations, MSBA, NAC, and MML, uh, we're working together to do what we can to help educate both the candidates as well as the public at large uh, to be aware that this stuff could be out there and uh, how to find out if, uh, if, in fact, you're being influenced by something that's not real. 
This is Show Me Today. I'm Elisa Nelson. We're joined by Melissa Randall, Executive Director of the Missouri School Boards Association. If you missed the first half of our interview, it is in podcast form. Just search Show Me Today uh, on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. We're talking about artificial intelligence and how it could influence our elections this year. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned you had this webinar and people can check it out if they want to see the full discussion that you had. Um, Where can they check it out, Melissa? We have it hosted on our website, and that is www.mosba.org. It's uh, on our front front page. Um, You can find a link to it, and it's free. And, you know, happy to share that as a resource. Uh, to give us a little bit more information. We dig a little bit deeper than I'm able to uh, into how to spot a deep fake, you know, what is it and how to spot one, and, you know, some of the other challenges that we need to be thinking about, um, both as candidates as well as citizens, as we deal with the onslaught uh, of this issue. Does Missouri have laws on the books to deal with the misuse of AI? We don't at this point. We don't, um, you know, we don't have sophisticated laws directed at AI, and uh, but there are some tools out there. Now, deep fakes could be more than just video. They could be just audio. You know, they could be robocalls. They oh. could be that make, that makes it sound like a, somebody's voice, or it could be a fake picture. Um, you know, making it look like somebody's with somebody or doing something that they weren't doing. Um, but um, okay. the robocalls, there is a law or a regulation at the federal level. Just last Thursday, the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, issued a ruling that outlawed robocalls that contain voices generated by artificial intelligence with some pretty high penalties for folks that are for companies or individuals that abuse it. So if you're, if you're generating a robocall uh, with voices that are AI, and we would call those deep fakes, you know, if you're, then um, you can be punished under the uh, FCC's rule. It's a, the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. It was a 1991 law that restricted junk calls using artificial and pre-recorded messages, and FCC's applying uh, AI-generated voices to that enforcement. Okay, this is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri, Melissa Randall, Executive Director of the Missouri School Boards Association.